This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, on a cloudy Wednesday, we do another podcast. Yesterday, we talked about the watermelon getting the penis going. Today, we're going to talk about cantaloupe getting your brain going. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. As a follow-up to that watermelon story we did yesterday to bring people up to speed, I had posted a photo of me eating watermelon over the weekend. And your pants. And someone told me that uh, it is nature's Viagra. Right. So yesterday I went food shopping and I picked up pre-cut watermelon. Did you have some last night? I did have some last night. We were alone last night. I was alone last night. I did not. I did not do anything, but I will tell you, and I'm not joking. You were aroused. No, not aroused, but I can tell you I could feel better flow down there. All right. Blood flow. There you go. Like I'm not. How do you know that? mm, mm, How do I say this nicely? I don't know. I'm not as shriveled when I go to pee now. <laughs> like, there's more blood flow down there. That's the only way I could put it. Okay. Things are happening. So. It's working still. I'm going to have watermelon every, every day, day. for the rest of your life. For the summer while it's in season <laughs> and reasonably priced. And I'm going to see how it goes. I wonder if watermelon sherbet works the same way. I had that on Sunday. Night. No way. It's not real watermelon. <laughs> Watermelon Italian ice. I got to tell you, it was pretty good. Watermelon Jolly Ranchers. I'm going to tell you this. If this works, you know, there's commercials for like avocados. It's like the, it's not a particular brand. It's like the avocado farmers of America. Yes. Watermelon people should get on this. Oh my God. Battle Viagra. Right. The blue pill. Who needs a blue pill when you've got the pink fruit? All those commercials (laughs) during football season a couple years ago where they ran constantly. Yeah. Viagra commercials. Instead, I'd be like, Watermelon, it will make you aroused. Brought to you by the Watermelon Council. Why wouldn't they? Do you know how much watermelon they would sell? A lot. A lot. If they could scientifically prove that it does improve blood flow right. to the region. Where are the scientists? What are they busy with right now? I know. Well, get Pornhub on it. Let's go. Yes. Do a study. Pornhub should work with the watermelon farmers of America. I totally agree with you. Right? Yes, sir. I'm going to try to get a conversation going, like when next time I go to Whole Foods or Acme or wherever I go. Yeah. And I'm going to hang out by the watermelons and be like, you know, these watermelons get help, going. help that area. Would I talk more to women and tell them about it or would I talk to men and tell them about it? be careful with that. 
I think you talk to the man. Talk to a man. Just say, yes. I know you're considering watermelon. I'd make the purchase. It's reasonably priced because it's in season, and because it's in season, it tastes delicious. Sounds good. Because I had various. Uh, I I went. I could have gotten pineapple yesterday. I could have gotten uh, that that orange melon, whatever that is. The cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. I could have gotten strawberries. Oh, I could have got gotten watermelon. Blueberries, like you I'm get. I'm eating Jerry? my blueberries right now. You got Gina eating blueberries now. Good. She said to me, "Does Jerry really eat blueberries every day?" I said, "He does." Yeah, I do. Got to actually have to go to Costco today, maybe tomorrow, because I only have one more day's worth. And then she said to me, "Why are we not going to Costco?" That's a great question. You live right by it now. And then you and I passed by a Costco in not going to that one, Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm not going. Oh to that my one. lord! Could you mind? imagine going no. to Costco in Brooklyn? I have one a mile from my house. Why would I go to the one in Brooklyn? No, no. I'm saying, imagine living in Brooklyn and going no. to Costco. Me neither. How about you go to Costco and then hit Home Depot on the way home in Brooklyn? <laughs> Good luck. And Jerry, I always like to bring you the hottest swimwear things for the summer. Last okay. year we had talked about, and you saw this in person. The Cheeksters. When you went on vacation. Oh, my God, yeah. Cheekinis. I mean, ridiculous. With uh, butt cheeks hanging out of the bikinis. And they've gotten smaller. Then a couple weeks ago I brought the you underboob. a story about the underboob um, bikinis right. where the it's like cleavage underneath. Correct. Now, Jerry, I bring you a story that fishnet bikinis. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, you. You can see through fishnets. And what do they do? Just cover up the nipple? Well, the fishnet is the entire bikini, but you can see through to the nipple. I will say that. So check that out on a beach by you and pool this summer. You think you'll see that in Spring Lake? The fishnet bikini? Yeah. I'll be looking for it. I I understand you'll be looking for it. Yeah, I think I will see that in Spring Lake. You do. You know where you'll definitely see it? Belmar. Seaside, Point Pleasant. Why? They're a little more risque. Uh, Spring Lake's a little more upscale. Family friendly? Yeah. They don't allow food or drink on the beach. Like, these other beaches, anything goes. What the hell is that? Are you Googling fishnet bikinis? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) My God, the black lace sheer micro bikini. Yeah, micro, micro bikinis. You have got to be kidding me. Yes. Mod on. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. I mean, honestly, bikinis. why put anything on? I mean, really. Right. What's well, the point? Why wear anything if you're going to wear a fishnet? Oh, God, you better be clean shaven, I'll tell you that. Do they have those in men's fishnet bikinis, Jerry? Yeah, why don't you buy four of them? <laughs> I'd like a black fishnet bikini for myself My with all goodness. this watermelon I'll be eating. God, thank God I have boys. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. What so, about like, this one? All they have is like a. A piece of material to cover the main part of the nipple, but was it the area? What is the uh, the, the part areola? That's that you can. That's say. exposed. I mean, good Jesus! What if we did this, Jerry? We start a swimsuit company. We combine all the things. We have a a a cheekini that's made of fishnet and has very easily, very easily. A lot of these companies are looking for what they call affiliate marketers. Is that right? Oh my God! Because they need to. So, like this one, I'm on here. Affiliate. So let me ask you, let me ask you this. Okay. How do you think you would come if you were a startup bikini company? Okay. Just as an example, how do you think you compete with Victoria's Secret no. swimwear or that California place you see in the malls where that's a pretty big company? Right. So you put together your website and you have all your your bathing suits, but in lieu of advertising expenses, you find 
entrepreneurs, if you will. Influencers. Influencers, correct. But they're paying you on commission. So if let's say there's this one website I'm looking at now called Jolby. Who's buying up? Honestly, Who I mean, would they, know it, it might be the greatest website ever. But they're not top of mind. I have a, my wife been with her for a long time. You've got a girlfriend. When you go to buy, at least when I go to buy, my first theory thought is Victoria's Secret. Whether it's pajamas, whether it's bras, whether it's bathing suits. I, even jeans. She wears jeans from Victoria's jeans, Secret. Sweatpants, yeah. Jerry. All that stuff. So let's say a place like this needs to get into the marketplace. They find someone that can promote it with their own website. They give you little codes. Right. You put it up on your site. Someone clicks it, buys it. You, in some cases, can make 25%. Like we would promote this bikini company and like, say, use promo code postgame and get... Um, No. It would oh. be something like Alan Jerry's Bikini Company. Oh, we started. And we and sell And we put those. together the website. Oh. The company we're selling the bikinis from or advertising the bikinis from once they click on it, it brings you there. They make the purchase, but the code is they know put in. it came from us. Twenty percent of the purchase goes into your bank account. And if you're really good at marketing a website, you people do really well with this stuff. Okay, I'm not good with that, but me neither. You want to start a bathing suit company? Let's go. Okay, I would be in. Two men starting a so women's... Men, well, you can sell men's yeah, but you can sell men's bathing suits. Too. I'll sell both of them for sure. Okay, if you're an I'm in. I mean, one of these days we're going to sit here and come up with this idea and we're going to do it. One of these days. Because right now we don't. Right now we are a lot of talk and no action. Yeah. Right. Jerry, the podcasting community just got is going to get a little bit larger. How so? Meaning even more people will have podcasts. Okay. Led Zeppelin singer Robert Plant will launch a new podcast, Digging Deep. The Robert Plant Podcast. All right. Now, what's this about, you ask, Jerry? Let's see. This is what Robert Plant's podcast is about. In his podcast, he'll delve into his back catalog to revisit a track from this remarkable history to tell stories of inspiration, collaboration, and intervention. Right. It's Robert's personal roadmap to an incredible and personal journey that's ongoing to this very day. I might listen to that. I if he, I would give it a try. If he didn't pick a generic track, I'm not interested in like Stairway to Heaven, Whole Lot of Love. Give me something off the In Through the Outdoor record. Sure. And talk about uh, All of My Love, Fool in the Rain. In an episode, I'm downloading Yeah, that. I would be too. I'll give I, that I a listen. listen. To that. I know one of the coolest things when I, re- when I read Scar Tissue... About the Chili Peppers when they talk about all the songs. And like when you listen to them now, you know what the songs are yes. about. It's kind of cool. Yes. It really is. So, yeah, I would listen to a podcast if you going to do that stuff. I might. I mean, I say that. I don't listen to any podcasts. Right. But I could. I started listening yesterday to uh, on the Mark Marin podcast. He had uh, Duff McKagan of Guns N' Roses. Interesting. I'm sure it was. That doesn't surprise me. I'm only halfway through it, but he's an interesting guy. What'd you pick? Like, what's Duff the most McKagan. interesting thing you took from it? Well, he... Um, he backed off social media for a little while, said his life improved. I, it's That's so basically funny. what I took from I just, it. I just told my wife that the other day, I was thinking of deleting every one of my tweets. Wow. And everything in it. And just kind of freezing it. Freezing your Twitter. Yeah. Can you do that? I think so. I was thinking of doing that and seeing, and I'm not even on it much, but 
you get tired. It, I here's what I would say: the constant. I one thing that came up last week on the show, and I hosted with Greg, was one guy called up and said, "I have thin skin." If people ever saw what we deal with, right, you would actually learn what thin skin really is, as opposed to the amount of hateful emails and tweets we get that don't bother us. Right, it gets to a point though. It's it's like it's enough. Yes, and it takes a lot to not respond, and I don't. I don't really respond to anything. But sometimes it's like, is it worth? Like, what's the point of all this? Well, it's interesting. Is that a lot of famous people, like Duff McKagan, said this? I've heard Howard Stern say this. Say they never look at the comments ever. They don't sure. even click on them. Right. Um, but that even them backing away completely changes what they they don't. You don't realize how much time you waste just burn. Like when you have ten minutes, fifteen sure. minutes. Oh, sure. To kill, and you go, oh, I'll just go on Twitter. Now. If you did something else. Productive. Productive with that time. Sure. How much more you get done. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. Well, I mean, that, but I think you can say that in totality for the phones themselves. Right. I mean, the amount of, take notice, and I'm sure you have already, take notice next time you're at a stoplight. Look around. Nobody can even go the 30 seconds yes. at a red light without picking up their phone. Are you that important that someone needs you for those 30 seconds when you're in a traffic light? And it's it's staggering. Yeah, I think it's not the importance. It's the I'm bored for 30 seconds and we're not used to not having anything to do for even 30 it's seconds. sad, isn't it? Right, you get in line at the supermarket. If it's more than one person deep, you're like scrolling through the phone. Right. It's Well, I'm cognizant of that. And I will, even if I go to grab the phone, I will put it down. Like I won't. You catch yourself. Because I don't, I, when I look around, I don't want to be like everybody else. That drives me crazy. Right. So, I, yeah, I mean, I'd love to, I, I've told you, I would love to shut the phone down. Right. All of it. Shut it week. down. One week. That would be cool. You know, they say, you know, social media is very negative, right? Yeah. We get phone calls. A crazy woman called yeah. you today was very negative. I didn't understand that call, by the way. I didn't either. I put her through because she sounded drunk. Uh, just interesting. Yeah. So I was like, I'll put her through, see what, see what comes of it. Uh, but a lot of negativity, Jerry. You know where there's zero negativity? In postcards. That's a good thing. And I just got a whole stack of postcards. Did we really? For more listeners. I yes. like that. We have only positive postcards. Not one person has sent a postcard telling us we suck. All right, you're now inviting that, just for the record. <laughs> May I read some to you, Jerry? Please. This comes to us from uh, Anudi. Anudi. <laughs> he even put a pronunciation. Nice. I believe it's a he. Anudi. Anudi Medina. I've been listening to your podcast since day one, and I still do to this day. I've mailed you two postcards of two recent baseball stadiums I visited. I started uh, my journey uh, 19 years ago to visit all MLB stadiums. Nice. Fast forward 19 years, and I am down to only one, which I will be visiting in July, Target Field. Oh, okay. So be on the lookout for another postcard in July. With both current and past stadiums, I had visited 38 in total. Keep up the good work. He sent uh, postcards from San Diego. Nice. And Seattle. Awesome. His last two stadiums that he went to. And I made it to San Diego last year. Amazing. Oh, and I'm going to San Diego Are you going to go to a game? I may look. You should, because here's why. Okay. Here's why. Beautiful ballpark. You don't even have to like baseball to go to that park, because they have so many different craft beers alcoholic drinks, right. food choices, 
hang out in center field on the big lawn. It is awesome. I'm going to do that. You should do that. And it's a nice night out. I hope they're in town. This next postcards, Jerry, I, another person sent two postcards. Stan and Milford. Okay. First one from uh, Illinois. It's a nice farmhouse, Jerry. Passing through Illinois on way to Iowa. I love mm-hmm. the postcard segment of the pod- podcast. Very fun to hear where they all come from. And then he sends us this postcard of Pigs, Pigs, Pigs in Iowa, number one in pork production. Uh, greetings from Iowa. Yes, the Iowa you often take, often make fun of on your show. We make fun of Iowa? The people here are very nice and friendly. See ya, Stan. We make, do we make fun of Iowa? I don't know. I would love to live in Iowa. I've Sounds gone to lovely. Iowa with Rutgers four times or three times, three times now. Three times. Very nice. Right. Quiet. No, no one's mean. There's probably no rats there. I guess we make fun of it. Probably park wherever you want in Iowa. I'm not familiar with making fun of Iowa. Me neither. This next postcard, Jerry, comes for us from Tunisi. Ever hear of it? No. Where the hell is that? Hi, my name is Gordon. No, your name's Al. I am from Scotland. Me and my wife, Diane, were on holiday in Tunisia. Time out a second. Yes. The dude's from Scotland (laughs) listening to us? That's what it says. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Uh, They were on holiday in Tunisia from April 30th to May 14th. I bought this postcard to send to the show. I listened to the podcast at work and Boomer and Geo one too. And don't forget Eddie. Both shows are great. Keep up the great work. Cheers, Gordon from Scotland. First of all, he said holiday and cheers. He's from Scotland. He's from Scotland. How the hell does he find us? I don't know. Maybe he's a transplant. Wow. That's tremendous. Here's my next one. Oh, hi there. This is the Washington Monument, Jerry. All right. Oh, hi there. Just finishing up work uh, work trip in D.C. Saw the Washington Monument. Thin, full of anxiety. Reminded Thought of me, Al. <laughs> reminded me of Al. <laughs> also ate at a farm-to-table restaurant. Saw huge groups of teens. Can't wait to return home to boring Ohio and have my boring life back. So that's a guy from Ohio. Caitlin, a gal. All right, Caitlin, you rock. Here's one from Alaska, Jerry. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, hello there. Long-time Twitter stalker. First-time podcast or postcard sender. All right. I was back home in Alaska recently. This was the highway that was my weekly commute. <laughs> There's no one on it. Yeah. 130 <laughs> miles. Oh, my God. Most beautiful drive to work ever. 130 miles to work? <laughs> <laughs> My God, that makes uh, G's commute sound like nothing. Uh, uh, dear Alan Jerry, I'm going to say it's Cooperstown, I'm going to say. Third postcard I'm sending. Oh, geez. Okay. I'm at the Hall of Fame game kicking off summer in Cooperstown, volunteering for the hall. This is a, a picture of a very young Yogi Berra yep. uh, praying for good weather so the old timers don't slip and break their hips. <laughs> Happy Memorial Day, Connie. A happy camper. Thanks, Connie. And finally, this comes to us from British Columbia, Victoria, British Columbia. Hello and greetings from Victoria, British Columbia. Just doing an overnight to check out the city from Seattle, relocated here five years ago. Big uh, B&G fan and have been a podcast listener since day one, mostly on my ride home from work. Kyle in Seattle. P.S. Please play more Buzz No Buzz. Buzz No Buzz. That's on you. You got to come up with a topic. I, I, uh, I went to uh, British Victoria 
British Columbia, Victoria. Victoria, last British year, Columbia. Yes, on my trip to uh, Alaska. Right. I went over there. How was that? Lovely. That was go lovely. well for you? Well, very lovely. Any sockeye Alaskan semen? Oh, yeah, I did have some. I had some in Seattle, actually. You had semen. The Alaskan uh, sockeye uh, salmon, Jerry. Because <laughs> you very, very quickly said, oh, yeah, I've had it. <laughs> oh, I've had it many times. <laughs> and a quick update, if I can, Jerry, on, uh, on a story we brought you last year, probably, or at least a number of months ago here on the podcast. The woman in Ireland, you may recall, she married a 300-year-old pirate ghost. I do remember that. They get divorced. A very violent breakup, unfortunately. Uh, she needed an exorcism. I guess he wasn't treating she, her right. She nearly, he nearly killed her oh, after stop. she broke off the relationship. She was forced to undergo an exorcism after she says her former soulmate turned to nasty and possessed her. In 2016, she married this Haitian pirate. He died in the 1700s. But... Her marriage left her hospitalized after claiming she discovered that her husband was not all he was made out to be. After two weeks of marriage, I started to get health problems. She knows the symptoms of possession and its ill health, so she broke up with him. And he got very violent. So not all ghost relationships end happy, Jerry. Whatever. That's unfortunate. Did you see the, I don't know much time here, but did you see the um, the New York Times article? About? About the UFOs. I did. Look at that. That's my, that was my next story. Oh, really? It's very interesting because it is. on one hand, it really makes you believe that there's something going on. Right, because it was the New York Times. And they were quoting Navy pilots well, who went video. on record. Right, and the and video is posted online, which I yes. watched. But then you watch it and they're laughing. And then you read the story, and one expert says it looks like a very big um, drone. Right. A very well-put-together drone that that someone's trying to F with us. Right. And the whole thing is like, it, it does make you think for sure. Right. There are enough things I'm in there. I'm not going to say that it doesn't make you think. Right. But it's like, I was surprised it didn't get more attention. Right. Right. It was in the New York Times. It was interesting. I didn't see it until Gunnar and tweeted it. Oh, did he really? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'll check this out. So I thought that was I thought it'd be something we would cover this week. So. That is interesting. It came to, up very briefly on the show yesterday. I, did it, I was going to bring it up to Eddie during yeah. the show, and I never did. Yeah, it came up very briefly on the show. By yesterday. the way, how do you think I look today? Right now? Yeah. Well, I would say you look clean shaven, which is nice. Yeah, that's right. How how smooth does my skin look? Your skin looks smooth. May I put my cheek on your cheek? If you need to, or you could just put your hand on my cheek. Or I could take your word for it. Or you could just use Harry's like I do. Oh, I'd rather do that. So I would rather use Harry's rather than go cheek to cheek with you or hand to cheek to feel how smooth your shave is. Jerry, is that from German engineered blade? This is what I'm told. Hmm. Is it the simple clean design? The design is fantastic. A nice smooth shave every time. I heard you got a fair price for that. Always. Always, always, always. Here's the thing. Harry's are razors and razor handles that'll come right to your door. Ergonomic handles. No need to go to the store. And here's the benefit to not... The benefit, number one, is not going to the store. That alone, I'd be like, 
Sign me up. You sit there and stare at 17 different brands. You don't know what's good, what's not. And they're pricey. Ridiculous. Not only does it come to your door, but it's cheaper than you going out to the drugstores or the department stores or the supermarkets to buy razors. And how about this hidden cost? All right. When you go to the supermarket or the drugstore, are you walking there or are you taking a car? I'm taking a car. Are you turning the car on? I'm turning a car on. Are you using fuel? Yes. Okay, so add the cost of fuel to what you're paying already for the expensive razors at the stores. I also pay tolls when I go to the store. That too. That's how crazy it is around here. But if you get them delivered to your home, they're cheaper and better. You know they have over 20,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google. I always look for reviews. If I see a handful of bad reviews, I am out. When I see 20,000 five-star reviews, I am in. Harry's bought a world-class factory in Germany that makes blades. Been making blades for over 95 years. Their replacement cartridges are just $2 each. That's half the price of the Gillette Fusion Pro Shield. Oh, baby. And all Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know. They'll give you a full refund. But that's not going to happen now, is it? No, it's not. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, just like our own Jerry Recco. You get the weighted ergonomic handle. You get the five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, which works great for right under your nostrils, which you can't get with a regular blade, only the Harry's. Get rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover. You're going to go on the road a lot this uh, summer for vacation. You're not just going to throw your razor uncovered into your bag of toiletries, are you? That'd be foolish. With Harry's, you don't have to. You get the travel blade cover. Listeners to the post-game podcast can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash postgame. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash postgame to redeem your offer and let them know that Jerry and I sent you It'll help support the post-game podcast. That's right. And up next is the warm-up show, which I also do with Jerry. It was terrific this morning. I remember it as if it just happened a few hours ago. See you! It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Uh, we've reached a Wednesday here on the old fan of Rooney Al Dukes. What is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Where are you repping Spring Lake? Spring Lake. You fake resident? I'm weekend resident, Jerry. Well, you're, well, not really. I mean, you kind yeah. of stay there. I had some clowns. I had some clowns on Instagram calling me a Benny. A Benny. Yeah. Yeah. A Benny. Hey, you're lucky the Bennies come to all your towns down See, the shore, or you'd be I non-existent. Wouldn't, I wouldn't consider you a Benny because you're there on the weekend in the winter, Thank too. you, Jerry. Well, fraud! Fraud! <laughs> I am not a fraud. That's right. I'm there in the winter. <laughs> you're temporary. Where I prefer it. Hey, so the Mets actually won a game last night, so that's cool. Yes. The Yankees did not. I have a weird question mm. for you. If I asked you right now yes, who sir. the best team in baseball is, who would you say? I would say the Tampa Rays. All right, good answer. They're a game behind the Yankees, but a very good team. Not a terrible answer. Then my answer is the New York Yankees. Okay, that's not right either. All but right. another good guess. They're up there. I think there. if you guess the Dodgers might oh, be a Dodgers. good guess. Okay, that'd be a good one. I would one. think if you guess the Astros. Oh, sure. I doubt it. I would, they've, uh, they're in it every year. You know the Minnesota Twins are the best team in baseball right the now? The Twins are? We don't hear about them. They're we up do in not. Minnesota. They're 20 games over 500. Is that right? I found that interesting. Who's chasing them, Jerry, in their division? 
Uh, well, you've got the Cleveland Indians mm-hmm. chasing them in their division, but mm-hmm. they right now are thirty-seven and seventeen. I believe thirty-seven and seventeen. Isn't that something? Congratulations oh. to the Minnesota Twins. I, I they didn't they win anything just yet. Okay, but, I mean, I could a see ten my, game lead. I think I could see myself getting a Twins faded T-shirt. A Kirby Puckett? No, just like what the with the two oh, guys. Just the t-shirt. Yeah, where the two the two mascots are part of the land sure. and the bridge that separates them. I could see me wearing that in the I summer. I could too. A faded shirt too, because you love these faded. Love shirts. Love faded shirts. Yeah. Uh, this Tanaka Jerry, I have an idea though for the Yankees. You know, ever since he came over from Japan, I have no idea what he did in Japan. So maybe this was happening in the Japan Baseball League. This early runs immediately. He gives up uh, runs in the first inning, or he's good. Right. Starter reliever when Tanaka pitches. What's you know what's so funny about that? Have him come in the second I think inning. John and Susan said that last night. Oh, is that right? That's so you baseball. ripped that off from John. Didn't rip it off. Didn't hear he it. He said it first. Uh, what do they call that, Eddie? Parallel thinking. Parallel writing. Parallel writing. Whatever. Parallel thinking. John and I, Susan, on the same page. So you guys share one mind. Three baseball minds. Always put Jerry. you in the booth. Oh, I'd have to get out to the Bronx every. Yes, you would. I did wonder, though. I remember when I interviewed Kim Jones for my uh, interview podcast yeah. when I was doing I was like, how did you drive to the Bronx every day? What'd she say? You just get in the car and go. Yeah, you go. Right. Just head over there. Just like if you got <laughs> fired tomorrow and the Yankees offered you a job, you would go to the Bronx I'd every to, day. Oh, my gosh. What a panic I'd be in. Perhaps. But you get used to it. The Bronx every day. You'd be day. fine. Um, what do you make of this, Jerry? This R.J. Barrett fellow who it looks like the Knicks will be drafting? Yeah. He says... Quote, New York is my favorite. Yes. I he, just uh, watched his interview, actually. He's meaning the city, not the Knicks. He's a, he Perhaps, but he would love to play for the Knicks. I'll tell you what I didn't care for. Yeah. He was asked about what happens if you get traded to New Orleans. Oh, interesting. That's not a fair question to oh. ask him. You're asking him about, I guess, and why I had the coverage of it. And right. you would, I, I guess there were other reporters there, but I think it was a New York reporter. It was all about New York. It was all good. Everything's fine. Well, what if you got traded to New Orleans? Right. What is he supposed to say? He's supposed to say what I say to the callers here that call up with their fake scenarios. That's not happening. I'm not answering. Well, no, that, that could happen, but oh. I just wouldn't have asked him that. And that I don't know. I didn't like the question. You didn't. Pref- you didn't like that not line really. of questioning. But he seems like he's ready to go. I'm telling you, this might be the best player in the draft. And he says he loves New York. Jerry, is this guy? If I was the, one of the reporters, I wasn't invited to this press conference. I would have said, "You're aware there's rats here." There's nowhere to park your fancy cars. Right. You possibly will get kicked in the face on the subway. Where would you like him to play? I'm just curious. Somewhere where it's like... What big city doesn't have hmm. problems like this? Big city? If he went to New Orleans, any better? Probably not. Right. Plus, there's people vomiting in the streets. More than New York. Same here, too. Same in San Francisco. But more. More in New Orleans. I suppose. A lot of drinking goes on there. A lot of drinking. And the beads and all that stuff. The beads, yeah. flashing, drinking. He's going to be a Nick. I think it'll be good for the Knicks. Okay. And the city, Jerry. Uh, maybe. If they win. If they win. If they win, it's going to be great for the city. It'll be our, great for the show. It'll be good for our show. Yes. Good for R.J. Barrett. And you'll be a Nick fan. Oh, 100%. And then you'll the, be going to Madison Square Garden. If the Knicks, you drive in or take the train in? I, I would take the train. Take the train, for sure. <laughs> of course if I was R.J. Barrett, I'd live in New Jersey. <laughs> right. And take the train in every day. You'd probably live in Westchester. Or Manhattan. How do you get... Uh, oh, Manhattan. All these guys want to live in Manhattan. Well, the garden's in Manhattan. Oh. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I would live right by the garden. Yes, you don't have to go anywhere. Walk right to the games. Sure, I think Brooklyn's a good place to live and play. Brooklyn, yeah, up and coming. No, if you played for the Yankees, would you live in the Bronx? Uh, I don't know. Maybe 
I would try to live whatever the luxurious place There's to live. There's a brand new building right up the block here. Why don't you go yeah, buy one of those? Right near the You're stadium. You're in the market. It's only $1.6 million. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford that, Jerry. Oh, I thought you were rich. But, like, if you played for the Mets, would you live in Queens? I Maybe. might. Yeah, why not? Like, I'd find the nicest place in Queens. Why not? And have no commute. No commute. But I do think a lot of the guys do live in Brooklyn and Manhattan. I think even, like, Nick guys live in Brooklyn. Is that right? Yes, I believe so. Well, why won't Very they... trendy. Why don't they sell the the Brooklyn Nets that way? You know, we have well, a lot of trendy hipsters here. Maybe you trying. want to live here. They are trying. We'll see who they end up with this offseason. Could I interest you in a building full of hipsters? It's a walk... You walk right across the street to the Brooklyn the Barclays, Barclays Center. Center. The Brooklyn, Brooklyn Center. Center. <laughs> we learned yesterday during the program, Jerry, breaking news, Richie Incognito <laughs> yes. signed with the Raiders. Yeah. Interesting to note, he signed or hired Lil Wayne's sports agency. I didn't even know Lil Wayne had a sports agency. He does. He does, huh? Jay-Z started this nonsense where he got hey, a nonsense. sports They're agent. making a lot of money, man. Right. Why, when rappers have a sports agency, it seems legit. But if I told you Richie Incognito signed with Bob Seger, you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In the heck? Bob Seger, first of all, that would actually <laughs> if he was like, be fine. Bob Seger's got a sports agency. Because Lil Wayne ain't the one doing, I wouldn't think, the negotiating. I think he's, right, got, he's got his got a different attorneys agent. doing it. Yeah. He just started the company. You have to report the Lil Bob Wayne. Bob Seger could do it. Why not? <laughs> Are you trying to get a shout-out for Bob Seger Bob since Seger. he's in town this week? I got to tell you, Jerry, this aye, Bob aye, Seger, aye. he's playing the PNC Arts Center yes. this weekend. Tickets expensive. I was like, I would like to go see Bob Seger. Right. It's his final tour. And you won't get lawn seats. You need a seat. I'm not... A a high school I'm kid a anymore. I'm, I'm not, not sitting on the lawn. You. All right, so what you're talking about are seats. I want a real seat. How much? So I went on the secondary market because it sold out. Over 200 bucks a ticket. Mm, I believe it. He barely can sing his songs anymore. Is that true? But I still want to go. And you're still, so you're going to shell out 400 bucks no. plus fees, but look at 500. And was, then you, are you cheap <laughs> or do you pay for parking? <laughs> I would love to pay for parking, but that's over $100. I know. On the, that's yeah. what I'm asking. Here's what I'm hoping to do. At the last minute, someone panics that they're not going to sell their Bob Seger seats, okay. and I scoop right, them up so last second for strategy. Yeah, strategy. Do you go to PNC oh. on Saturday and wait until about an hour before the show? Oh, interesting. Buy the tickets Jerry. on your phone. It's a very good idea. Oh, like you, go in you the... could wait till ten minutes before. Right. So wait in the parking lot. Yes, I've never done that. Have it's some so cocktails risky. with your girlfriend, and then keep looking at it. And once the number, once they start going down, oh, then you I buy hop your two in. Tickets. Yes. <laughs> Very smart. Then I get in there just before, just as he goes, just take those old records right. off the shelf. Do they still t- like Woo. scalp like real tickets? Oh, yeah. Guys are out real there. Real tickets. Whispering. Tickets, but I don't think they made them anymore. I thought everything was on the phone now. Or you print yeah. them. Yeah. You have to hand the guy your phone. <laughs> <laughs> so you're scalping a phone you're from a guy. You're selling your phone to a guy. And then you throw it back over the fence. Yeah, I guess you, you hand out print, uh, printed. I guess. T- I, don't I don't know. know. I still see guys out there Imagine selling if that tickets. that was your business. Figure this is never going away. People right. are always going to be by scalping tickets. You're out. Mark Malouse has told me a crazy story once. About that his mom? Yeah. When he was a child, and it was, the I guess, the yeah. Rangers-Stanley Cup game. I don't remember. I, I remember think it was the Rangers. told the story with Boomer. And oh, she, yeah. 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 He hopped. He, he and his mother, he was a child. Put a guy in the Moose. car. They, <laughs> yeah. They picked up a scalper. Yeah. Drove around the block with him to do the ticket negotiation. Right. <laughs> 
I mean, in New York City. Could you imagine? In the 90s. You'd wet yourself. Holy mackerel. <laughs> Scarred for life you would have been. Yes. You wouldn't do that now at 50. Nope. Can you imagine if your mom's was doing it when she was 35? I wouldn't do it at 50 at the Short Hills Mall parking lot. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't. All right. We got to quit. take a quick break. All right. You have a couple of stories for us? Oh, come definitely, Jim. Perfect. And then Boomer and G at the top of the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we go. We got a couple more minutes until we get to Boomer and Gio. At the top, Mets did win in Los Angeles. Michael Conforto hit a grand slam. They beat the Dodgers. Yankees did lose through the rain as uh, the fans hated Andy Green. What else you got? Jerry, which is more impressive to you? A pitcher throwing a no-hitter, not a perfect game, a no-hitter. Okay. Or what this fella on the Reds did. Derek, Derek Dietrich? Dietrich, three home runs in a game. No hitter. S- really? Yeah. Even though you can walk dudes? Because you only pitch every five days, mm-hmm. and a no hitter, you get how many at-bats in a season? 600, 700, 650? Yeah, right. <laughs> you play 150 games? Yes. And a lot of guys have hit three home runs in a game. No hitters, a lot of guys have done two, but I would take the no hitter. I feel like when I was a kid, not a lot of guys hit three home runs in a game. Like, I remember Claudel Washington did it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I guess. Claudel Washington. It happens more than you think, though. It happens. It does happen, yes. And did you see this wild pitch, wild first pitch? From the pitch? employee from the White Sox? <laughs> yeah, the White Sox, I guess they can't get anyone to throw out first pitches because no one cares. No one does care. <laughs> so they have employees of the month or yeah, the week. I think week. it's kind of cool. And this uh, gal. You think she did it on purpose? No way. That's my she question. She beamed the camera. Did you see it, though? I did. I mean, she threw the ball to the left side. All the way to the her right. left. I think she did it on purpose. You think she threw a baseball at a man holding a camera? First of all, she didn't throw it 94 miles an hour. <laughs> it might have gone nine miles an hour. <laughs> she lobbed it right at him. It barely hit him. I guess her release point was a little off. You think? <laughs> the ball went left. It went all the way left. Yeah, I think she did it on purpose. Do you think she wanted to throw out the first pitch? Or they're like, listen, you are employee of the month. I suppose she might have been nervous. Or- it's possible. That's one of the perks, Employee of the Month. You either get a ShopRite gift card or you have to throw out the first pitch in a rando. A ShopRite gift card. (laughs) Even when they get real celebrities to throw out first pitches, there's not enough people in the ballpark at the start of the game. so early. Yeah, like when Bruce Willis did did it uh, for a Phillies game. There's no one there. Right. Right. (laughs) Did you see the Rays had 5,000 people at their game last night? And one of the players looking around, he said to himself in the post-game press conference, he goes, well, I figured it was early and it would fill in. And then I realized in the third inning, no one's coming. (laughs) And they're a really good team. And they're a good ballpark. But they just don't care in Tampa. 5,000 people. And it's easy to get to that ballpark. It is. Keep it here today for a big Wednesday sports doubleheader.